Garrett had a great sense of humor. He was very kind and giving to people, but he came into this world with a lot of struggles. He had a burn at 10 months old, over 12% of his body. And, and then when he was 10, he went to live with his father and a neighbor sexually abused him. So that colored the rest of his life. After that, we didn't know that that had happened, and so he asked to come back and live with me. He was 10, and he said, if I can't come and live with you, then I might as well be dead. I might as well kill myself. So he came to live with me, but he had, you know, he was uh, huffing, and he was hallucinating, and having some bizarre behavior. And I took him to doctors and tried to figure out what was wrong, and ultimately got a chance to put him in the custody of the state voluntarily. That was the only way to get treatment for him. He was actually in a locked facility. He was supposed to be earning his way to come back home to live with us. He was at that point 13. And he ran away. And, you know, you have a kid in the custody of the state. They don't care when they run away like they do with, you know, the kid next door. So, you know, there's no media coverage. There's nobody looking for them. And that's the first time he started doing heroin at 13 years old. He carried with him his whole life resentment and anger for having been put in the custody of the state, but I had no choice. But he always loved me, too. I just saw a letter from him saying, you know, so much anger and resentment, but you don't know how much I love you, and I can never express how much I love you. And even right before he died, he had said, you know, you did the best that you could. He was 27 years old. I'm amazed that he lived as long as he did. His last few years were pretty much on the streets. How do you live with having a child on the street that you don't know where they are and what they're doing? You have to close that off. And so even though I knew he was in a bad space, I was just, I didn't realize how devastating it was going to be to me to lose him. My biggest fear was that he would die in a ditch somewhere, you know, and I would never know what had happened to him. So it's kind of, it's odd to say, but it's kind of a blessing the way he did die because he died in a restaurant bathroom and they found him, and he was able to have an open casket, and I was able to touch him again and see him again and know what had happened. I wanted him to know that I'm sorry, that I couldn't be the mother that he needed.